0: Hi there, and welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani with Jerry Usher and you. You are the key person we wait for and we long for and we love because you are the Take Two family. So we are um, sharing this topic today because I think this is something we can all relate to. We have experienced and we titled it, Oops, I Shouldn't Have Said That. Mm. Have you ever made a <laughs> statement or a comment and you, you're you thinking to yourself, Oh, Dear Lord, couldn't I just rewind that? Couldn't I just, you know, start over, erase, 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 delete, 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 because that did not go over well. That ever happened to you? Well, that's what we're asking. Can you tell it happened? It has happened to us. Here's the number 833-288-3986.
1: Boy, oh boy, I can tell you, um... I've actually, I think I've grown a lot in this area. Earlier in my life, I used to kind of, you know, speak without thinking a lot more than I do now. Actually, I tend to think a lot before I speak now just for that very reason. But yeah, there have definitely been times in my life when I have said things that I wish I hadn't said. It still happens occasionally. And what I do is I just kind of ask the Holy Spirit to sort of knock the words down, you know, knock them to the ground before they get to the the ears of the other person. But we want to hear from you, Take-Two family. Um... Have you ever um, uttered some words that you wish you hadn't said? It could have been in an argument with somebody. It could have oh. been maybe re- oh. revealing something yeah. that you wish you hadn't revealed or shouldn't <laughs> mm-hmm. have revealed. It could be any number of things, you know, yes, and then you yes, just yes, kind yes. of wish yeah. that you <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> check, check. Um eight three three two eight eight ewtn 833 Two eight eight three nine eight six. 288-3986. We trust that you won't say anything today on the air that you wish you hadn't said, but we hope that you will call and say something because it's your show. You make it what it is every day. So come on, Take Two family. Let's take this and make it another great broadcast
0: oops, I shouldn't have said that. That's what we're discussing today. Those things that come out of our mouths before we think about them. And then we and then we think about them afterwards over and over again, thinking, mm, we should not have said that. I shouldn't have said that. How can I rewind this? How can I take it back? How can I apologize? Have you ever had that experience? Hmm. Well, let's weigh in and, and let's talk about it. Let's see what it can do for our spiritual lives. Yep. We always weave in our faith life to the discussions here on Take Two. But you got to call in because Jerry and I can go back and forth and share those very embarrassing stories uh, back and forth. And we can do that. And it could be quite entertaining. But we don't want to do that. We want to hear from you. So please dial in uh, just like the others are doing right now. Phone lines are starting to light up. Matt Kabinsky loves that. He loves to stay busy the entire hour. Eight three three two eight eight. 288 three nine eight six
1: are you implying that you and i have done it enough times that we could fill the whole show with examples
0: yeah (laughs) probably the
1: whole day the whole week (laughs) debbie you know i've known you a long time you don't say things that you wish you'd regret i've never heard you do that or maybe i just didn't know it
0: (laughs) (laughs) i've gotten better but i will tell you my dad used to say to all of us think before you speak Mm-hmm. He would say, think. I, I could hear him saying it. My dad has passed, he passed in 2010, but I can still hear his voice in my head. Debbie, think before you speak. <laughs> it doesn't didn't always work. <laughs> hmm <laughs> but Marty, Marty likes to think before he, you know, he's very, he, he's a man of few words, but when he speaks, he does think it out. He does, you know, give a, a lot of mental thought to it. And then he, and then he'll say it. I think, I always try to blame it on where I grew up. In New Jersey, we tend to have no filter. And that, and so we kind of just blurt out things. And that's not always good. And now I've learned as I've gotten older, I just turned 58. And so I think I've, I'm better now. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I've recovered
1: well like I said I definitely have gotten better at this and it's 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 very helpful. It's helpful to your own peace of mind. It's helpful to your uh, relationships and all of that. But we're asking you take two, family. You don't have to remember, you know, word for word verbatim what you said. But um, has there been a time in your life, you know, when you've uh, uttered a few words, said something, expressed a thought, a sentiment, something like that. And then you thought, mm, you know what, that would have been better left unstated or maybe worded differently. 833-288-3986. Matt Gabinski already screening calls. That's uh, good to see. Uh, we have Ace McKay on the producer. He's running the board. And Jeff Burson is monitoring your chats on social media, Facebook and YouTube. Hi to those of you
0: watching the video
1: stream there. You can email your thoughts. Keep it, pre- keep it rather concise if you can so we can get it on the air at, at Take2 at EWTN.com. And you can post on the show website, which is take 2 Show.com
0: take2show.com yes that is how or, um, Oh, um okay take to showcom is our website right mhm yeah okay good because we were getting calls about the um prayer wall um, from our prayer shows. If you didn't get in on the prayer shows, don't worry. We have a twenty four seven prayer wall going at take two show So thank you, Jerry, for reminding me of that because we're getting we're getting messages coming in from our listeners. Um, guys, oh, twice a month we do the prayer shows. So I mean, we would love to do the prayer shows every single day, but we, there's other topics we really need to um, cover. But yes, we, we we're praying round the clock. Just so you know, okay.
1: Indeed, and we're praying that you will call today. We know that you probably have an experience with this, hopefully not that many. Maybe it's been a long time ago. Maybe it was recent. Um, 833-288-3986. You are the teachers. You inspire, you edify, you bless, you encourage with your takes on this program. We learn from you, and we all want to come away, as Debbie says, a little bit better, a little bit closer to God. So the question today is, uh, have you ever said something that you wish you hadn't said? Oops, I wish I hadn't said that. 833 833- 2883986 is the number. It's easier to remember maybe at 833 288 EWTN.
0: So if you've ever been um, pregnant and and given birth to a child, you will know that about 2 to 3 weeks after uh, the birth of your child, you still somewhat look pregnant. And I will tell you we can all relate to this, those of us who have been there. Um, and if you happen to go out to the store, People may say to you, oh, how far along are you?
2: <laughs> it happened <laughs> right. to me.
0: It was terrible. Yeah. It was yeah. terrible. But I, I giggled. I laughed. I said, no, I actually just gave birth to him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just left over. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's it's interesting. It happens sometimes. And, and now you don't even know what to say in this day and age. You know, you don't know how to address people. You don't know what to say. So, you know, so that's why people walk around very quiet, Jerry. <laughs>
1: Well, nowadays, uh, it's kind of unfortunate, but you can't even say uh, hello, ma'am, or hello, sir, because you sometimes don't know. I mean, yeah. it's it's sure. sad. But anyway, oops, I shouldn't have said that. Have you made that mistake before? 833-288-3986. Well, it's something different we talk about every day on this program, and we really appreciate and kind of depend on you to make the show what it is and today on take two with jerry and debbie we are asking the question or putting the topic out there oops i shouldn't have said that have you had that experience before? I'm going to bet that you have, maybe at some time in your life, especially if you've lived like like me. Debbie just said you just turned 58. I spell my age with a 6, so I've had plenty of chances to wish I hadn't said things. But what about you, Take-Two family? 833-288-3986. We'll go right to your calls. We have a couple lines open, so please fill those up. But I want to tell you about something at the EWTN Religious Catalog, and it is definitely that time of year. I mean, the world has been putting, you know, Christmas stuff out there for weeks, maybe even months now, but now the EWTN Religious Catalog knows that it's time to kind of kick that into gear, and they have a 10-piece ivory and gold nativity. It's a scene that recounts, of course, the birth of Christ. And his adoration, Uh, the religious catalog, has many styles from which to select. One is a 10-piece rustic gold and ivory nativity set that comes complete with the holy family, of course, the three wise men, a shepherd boy, an ox, a donkey, and a stable. It's made of resin stone mix. Each piece is hand-painted with a slightly distressed finish and elegant gold detailing. Available now at EWTNRC.com. Again, it's a 10-piece ivory and gold nativity. Free standard Shipping for online orders seventy five dollars or more in the continental United States. Just use code free when you check out, and be sure that you support EWTN by getting a lot of your Christmas gifts and and, and Advent items at EWTNRC.com.
0: Okay, come on, you take two family. Let's go. You, you fess up. You can't be that perfect. Okay, Jerry and I admitted that we <laughs> we've said so, we've said things that we wish we could take back come on you know you know you've said some things or even thought some things and you're like I shouldn't have done that oops I shouldn't have said that or how about I shouldn't have I shouldn't even have thought that how about that we'll stretch it out a little bit 833288 Three nine eight six and Jerry, you know how I love to say cities and towns. You know that I love saying Walla Walla, Washington. Love it. I love to say Cheektowaga, Tonawanda. I love saying all these cities. And here's another one I can add to my list. Uh, how do you, How would you say it, Mishawaka?
1: Mishawaka, Indiana.
0: Mm-hmm. Mishawaka, Indiana. And Mary is calling in on YouTube. Where we are waving to you, Mary. Mary, I love your town. Welcome.
3: <laughs> yes. Uh, Mishawaka, Indiana. Princess City, Mishawaka. Oh, nice. uh, we're right uh, down the road from Notre Dame. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this conversation couldn't have been any better for me today because um, yesterday was kind of a wild ride for my husband and I. We're going to be married 50 years in June, Um, but I have a tendency to be controlling and, uh, you know, tell him what to do, and if he doesn't get it right, I'm not very supportive, and this morning, I was praying and realizing, you know, that I need to be an encourager. Um, I need my words to encourage. And I remembered when we had been on a silent retreat, which that's a whole other thing, which is very good for couples, um, that I had read Psalm 141, and verse 3 came to my mind. And it set A guard over my mouth, O Lord, keep watch over the door of my lips." So this has been my prayer today, and it's going on the blackboard in our mm-hmm. home, so that it's a reminder for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's a good reminder, really, uh, for all of us, Mary, so thank you so much for calling in. And. You said something I think I just want to zero in on. You said, you know, our words need to encourage, and the Bible is full of examples. I think uh, the book of James talks about how the, you know, the powerful the tongue is, the good that it can do, the damage that it can do. And really, it's amazing. Something as simple as a few words can, can change the world, really, when you think about it, but it can change us. It can change other people. It can change our relationships. So I think your call, you said the show is mm-hmm. timely. I think your call is a timely reminder as well, Mary, today. What do you think, So
0: I agree. Mary, um, thank you so much for calling in. We love the Psalms. Um, Jerry and I love the Psalms. We love Proverbs. We've done shows on it. Absolutely. A couple things I wanted to to just share. We are both life coaches and we really believe in the power of words. And you said, you know, your husband or somebody said, you know, a bit controlling or whatever. Um, And you've got to be more encouraging. I, I, An encourager. I totally agree with that. And I think that I would also change the word controlling and just say, maybe you're a director or something of that nature, because I think sometimes... Uh, we women, um, we, we get labeled that as controlling when we really uh, think 10 steps down the road. Uh, a lot of women in general can do that. And I think that's part of a, a God-given gift that he gives us women. And that doesn't make us necessarily necessarily controlling all the time, um, but it does make us kind of direct things because we know the outcome of things. So we do believe in, in the power of words, very important. Scripture tells us that. Your right to meditate on Scripture and the Psalms, and also too in life coaching, we have life words—the words that give life—and words that are really death words. They're really limiting words, and they're not of God. And um, and we're we're a firm believer in cleaning up the vocabulary in that area, of of always uh, communicating life giving words. And that's why a lot of the Take-Two family, they say to us, you and Jerry are so nice. You're so uh, friendly. You're so welcoming. Well, it's also because we try to practice that, and it's really important, and we believe in that. And so, Mary, what you're saying, I think you're affirming that. What do you say?
3: Well, I, I think so. As I said, the topic couldn't have been more apropos for me this morning, and um, I
0: will just keep trying. And I like the idea of being a director. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I tell I tell my husband that all the time when he says, "You're controlling." And I say, "No, I'm a director." And he goes and he goes, "Oh, that sounds pretty good." <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he'll come on board with that, too.
0: <laughs> okay, good. If not, you can have him call Marty, okay? And happy anniversary to you.
3: Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you guys have good. a wonderful and blessed day you too thank you
1: mary Thanks, what a milestone mary. 50 years of marriage that's praise amazing. god that's amazing yeah
0: that's wonderful um we have an open phone line mary just freed up a phone line so uh the title of our show today is oops i shouldn't have said that so we need you to weigh in come on you guys we need your experience on this 833288 Three nine eight six, And we've had a couple international calls or um, some comments. So keep calling. We This is your show, a safe platform for us to come together and to share our lived experiences. We grow in wisdom, we grow in knowledge, and we get a little bit closer to God because we weave in our spirituality. I love it. It
4: works.
1: Indeed. 833-288-3986. We understand some of the topics we put out there can be you know require us to maybe fess up to something uh, every now and then but that's okay because we do a little inventory of our lives and we hopefully uh, improve ourselves and you're definitely going to be helping other people with your call today so let us know if there's been a time you wish you would reel in some words that were already out eight three or thought as debbie said 833-288-3986 okay we have a first-time caller and it's karen in connecticut listening on the station of the cross hi karen Hello. Welcome.
2: Um, yeah. So when I heard about the subject matter, obsession, I shouldn't have said that, I, I I thought of this that happened years ago but stayed with me. <laughs> okay. So I, I went in my bank and the teller. I I've seen her before and stuff. I don't know what for some reason I was thinking that she was pregnant. She seemed obviously pregnant because of her belly. And so I said, um, "So when are you expecting?" And she said to me, "I'm not pregnant." I so embarrassed I apologize it was, it was I was horrified, but i and i I vowed never, ever, ever again presume or say anything about something that you could be wrong about, and I was.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah, oh yeah, me too. I feel the same way, Karen. I've done it too, Karen, just so you know when you're just so sure. That, that you're staring at a at a a pregnant person right a, a, a mother right in front of you you're you're looking at her and you're saying okay she's definitely pregnant she's wearing maternity clothes you can see the baby bump everything and then I I've even said no don't do it deb don't do it and you know sometimes I'm right that they were pregnant sometimes uh, they weren't and so it's it's really um, an interesting situation, but I think it happens to all of us. And, and I was on the receiving end of it after I gave birth to my first uh, child. Um, I just think it happens, but you know, we roll with it. I mean, she—I don't. Do you think she really was that a- affected by it, Karen? I don't think so. Well,
2: I hope not, because I yeah. feel so bad. But it does. It's a, the lesson that you really shouldn't jump to conclusions about many things that we, you know, we always. Well, I know I do. I tend to jump to conclusions or presume mm-hmm. something, and it, it could be way off base. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah, gotta stop doing
0: stuff like. Well, that. well, Karen, if it makes you feel any better, may I please share something? And, and I didn't even, didn't even share this with Jerry yet. Recently, I was at um, the bank, and um, I go there all the time. And there was a new teller at the bank, and looking at the person, I thought for sure it was um uh she was a uh, a female and it wasn't mm. i guess and i and it uh, i it, it was horrible it was a it was a terrible encounter because i'm i didn't address them properly i guess and they responded you know harshly and and then it was awkward i couldn't wait to get out of the bank i don't know if i'll ever go there again seriously, but the same thing, right, Karen? You don't know because you're making an assessment and you're going, okay, they look like, you know, a female or they look like a male or they look like they're pregnant or they're not pregnant or they look like they're, you know, and then you, you just, you know, naturally just think that and you're being innocent about it. But in this day and age, in the world we live in, um, things don't always, they're not always what they look like. What, What do you say to that, Karen?
2: Oh yes, that is so true. Yep, they're not always as they appear. Mm
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. And the intention is good. You know, you're you're actually wanting to compliment somebody and wish them well and and you know be kind to them. And sometimes it just isn't the way it appears, like yeah. you said.
0: Yeah. yeah, you can get mortified though. I mean, real easily. You know, because it it does embarrass you, and then you don't know what to say. And then when you you try to say something to say, to apologize over that, it makes matters worse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Those words usually come out more awkwardly than the first ones.
0: Exactly. Karen, thank
1: you so much. Call again. You're a first-time caller today, but never will be again. God bless you. Thanks for joining Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Oops, I shouldn't have said that. Have you had that Mm -hmm. experience before? Uh, Maybe it was... Right on, on on the spot that you recognize that, like we've been talking about, or maybe it was after reflection, you know, maybe after a few hours or a few days or something, you were just thinking to yourself, well, you know what, That I've, I should have handled that a little bit differently. Maybe it was how you handle a certain situation with words mm-hmm. and actions. Share yeah. with us uh, how that maybe helped you become a better person. 833-288-3986.
0: So Matt Kabinsky sent this in, and this is a good point. But Matt, I got got to share something. It's interesting that Matt shared this. He said that you know maybe get some clues from how a person um, handles their their own body. Like if a pregnant woman is is you know um, you know gently caressing her tummy or something or, or holding her tummy. Obviously, she's holding probably her baby inside her womb, right? You know, mm-hmm. as a pregnant woman, um, but. Um, that is, I would say in the, in the, in, normally that is true being, you know, having been pregnant twice, uh, that is true. However, I, I thought that one time, Jerry, in fact, we were together, Jerry, at a restaurant. I think it was in, in, uh, Washington state at when we were doing Sacred Heart Radio's, uh, pledge drive, we mm-hmm. were at a restaurant. I don't know if you remember. And the gal kind of leaned over the table. She was the server and she was kind of, Uh, rubbing her belly and I thought oh she must be pregnant and she was just heavy (laughs) Mm -hmm. remember Mm -hmm. and that was embarrassing so you never really know I mean you can't be sure if you know so what do you do I mean and then then maybe they want the attention for you to notice if they are and then if you do and then they're not it's a mess I go back to Marty just don't say anything
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have. I would say my, um, especially in in the later years of my life, uh, my my practice has been to hold hold words in. I I, I mm-hmm. maybe think to say something, and you know what? The, the The reality is, if you say something, it could be right or wrong. If you don't say anything, it's never wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean. It's true. <laughs>
0: That sounds like Marty again, my husband, I'm telling you. He never gets in trouble. I always get in trouble and he never gets in trouble. He's so, mm-hmm. And then he just looks at me and he kind of rolls his eyes and he laughs, you know, but I mm-hmm. take it for the team. It's okay. One of us has to say it. Or do you ever have that cartoon bubble over your head where you're thinking mm-hmm. something and you want to say it so badly that you just feel like you're going to burst?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> Can you tell folks that we've been through this?
1: we're going to get to uh, more of your calls in a moment. uh Matt Gabensky is screening calls. We have actually a couple lines open right now. Um oops, I shouldn't have said that. Have you had that experience of saying something that maybe right there on the spot even before the other person reacted. You might have you might have just been caught, sort of cut caught yourself and said, "Hmm, that would have been better left unsaid." Or maybe like I said it was something you thought about and pondered and maybe thought, you know, realized some days or hours afterwards, 833
0: How about this, Jerry? Have you ever said anything on air that you wish you could have taken back?
1: I'm sure I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 43 and a half years of, uh, of being on the radio. Um, yeah.
0: I remember one time I was on a pledge drive and I said something, I can't remember, but it just, I w- there was a priest in the studio and we were saying something and it just didn't come out right. And I said, okay, Father, just let me rewind and say it over again. <laughs> he started laughing.
1: <laughs> well, the thing about being in radio, there's a, there's a saying, and it's often put up on the wall in on-air control rooms. If you don't want it on the air, don't say it in this room. And I have, I have said things not knowing the mic was live before. And that's you know Uh-oh. that goes way back to my disc jockey days when I was you know in my early 20s but anyway that's for another time 833
0: 3986 Oops I shouldn't have said that that's what we're uh, titling the show today that's what we're discussing today those those awkward embarrassing moments where we blurt out something We wish we could take it back. In fact, as soon as it leaves our mouths, we go, oh no, this isn't going to go well. So we want to hear from you. 833 288 3986. And we are getting messages from the Take Two family. They said, um, you guys are saying that we're very entertaining today. Uh thank you very much. This is how we always act. Well, actually no. Um I've been up since 3 this morning. I'm I'm co-hosting uh, Annunciation Radio's pledge drive. So when I get up at 3 in the morning, I'm a bit punchy by the time we do the Take 2 show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just thought of one from actually from my high school days. And Debbie in Pennsylvania, hang on. I just have to sh- just take a second. Tell me. We, we were playing. I was on the junior varsity basketball team. We were playing uh, one of our rivals. We were getting beat. The game was getting down to the end. We had had several technical fouls called on our team during the game. And the referees just happened to run right in front of me. And this was my younger mouth, how it would have said things. Hey, ref, there's 10 seconds left. Plenty of time to call one more. And guess what he did? He called one more technical on, foul on me. On you?
0: <laughs> <gasps> Were you kicked out of the game? The coach wasn't
1: happy. I was on the bench, actually. And the coach wasn't happy. Oh. Hey, ref, there's 10 seconds left. Plenty of time to call one more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you got in trouble. Yeah. That's hilarious. That did was, you ever play was... again? Were you benched forever?
1: <laughs> uh, I was on the bench all the time.
0: <laughs> you became the water boy? Mm. <laughs> That's hilarious. That was, I can't believe, I've never heard you be like that. Were you just mad? Yeah, well, like
1: I said, that was the younger me. I, oh, I the younger you. I to have you. kind of a, a runaway mouth when I was younger. Oh, I've gotcha. really I've really learned to be, to approach mm-hmm. things differently.
0: You matured.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might say that. <laughs> Got wiser, yeah.
0: Got wiser.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: so Debbie's up next. Love the name. In Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania, JMJ Radio. Your city must be full of a lot of festive stuff, correct, Debbie? Yes, they do.
6: They do. They don't find it hard to find a reason to celebrate something.
0: Good. Oh, I love that. I'm moving to your city then. Okay, so tell us, (laughs) did you do anything embarrassing, or were you on the receiving end of anything like that? Uh,
6: Well, yes, yes and yes. But what I wanted to share today is – recently, I had a chance to spend time with an elderly aunt, and, and it was just wonderful time. And one of the things I wanted to hear from her were old stories of memories of her childhood and time with my mom and so on. And in doing that, I realized we touched on some things in her memories that caused her uh, some, some angst, some sadness. And, mm. and even though it didn't start out to be that, Um, it went sideways pretty quickly. And I was sharing this with a friend, and she said how important it is to always, always, always pray, no matter what situation we're walking into. And she shared with me something that she prays, which is, Blessed Mother, guide me in the way to walk, and give me the words I should talk. And I Mm. thought, if I had done that... Maybe I could have averted something that I certainly didn't mean to um, end up being a, a sad situation. so just um, I guess it was just a lesson in again calling on our Lord for guidance and even the most um, even when we think we've we've got this, what could possibly go wrong? Mm.
1: Well, yeah, and it uh, it kind of makes me think of another thing, Debbie and Debbie, that I I like to do, and that is just sort of pause for a moment, you know, when I'm in a conversation. And I agree with you, Debbie, in Pennsylvania, you know, the praying beforehand, pray to our guardian angels, you know, to help us in conversations, the Holy Spirit, the Blessed Mother, like you said. But I, I think even just a short pause, just to sort of process what somebody has just said and as you're going along in a conversation and then the importance of listening too, I think has become very uh, key in, in how I like to approach different conversations. But Debbie Georgiani, you might have something.
0: Well, no, what you said is so important, Jerry, about listening and, and that's also in life coaching, we that's one of the first things you learn when you get certified as a coach is to really listen and to to hear what they're saying and to repeat back the To them, and then also ask permission to go any further and ask questions like if I proceed any further, we talk about this in depth, is it going to? Um, bring up any thoughts for you, or is it going to hurt you in any way or or traumatize you in any way if you talk about certain topics? Uh, you always ask permission ahead of time. And if a person gives permission and they say, no, no, I'm okay, you know, then it's you're free to really express. I mean, they gave you permission to go deeper. And so you don't have to feel bad if, if something um, brings up old wounds or something like that. So I don't, I don't know if that can also help in the future, Debbie, but I agree with Jerry praying to the Blessed Mother. Um asking the Blessed Mother to help. Um, absolutely. Guardian angels for sure. They will always um, help with our with our words um, if we ask them to um, or, or at least give us the thoughts to to think about things before we before we speak. And so yeah, I totally agree. But in coaching, if you ask permission, then you can go to those um harder places. Otherwise, it's you can actually re-traumatize people in some, on some level when you discuss certain things that you think are safe and they're really not because a person has lived through something that's really traumatic. What, what do you say to that, Debbie? Yeah, I, I think, um, uh, just being more,
6: um, I, I think I just went into it naively and blindly and thinking, uh, I just wanted to hear stories, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and, uh, I guess it's just a a reminder that the devil can get anywhere he wants to sometimes and make a, a good thing turn out not the way you were hoping it would.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, right. But then, in that case, you always go back to your initial intention. And if your intention was, you know, not to hurt or harm, and just to, you know, maybe uh, carry on a conversation or even uh, find out some things or whatever, it's, the intention was good. It, it just it, it, everything can get twisted in a in a bad way just by by our human condition, you know. So it can happen, you know. We don't even realize it sometimes. But our if our intention is 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 good, then. We're we're cool. Yeah,
1: I was going to say something similar to that. You know, Debbie in Pennsylvania, I think, you know, and and for this, did you say it was your aunt I think you were talking to? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, for her, I mean, you wanted to give her a real blessing, a real beautiful experience because... You know, elderly people um, often don't have people to talk to, and they like to tell the stories of their lives and their relatives and their experiences, and I I think that that just helps them in a lot of different ways. So absolutely, your intention was right on, and uh, yeah, I, I just really applaud you for wanting to engage in that conversation as you did. Thank you. Yeah. Thank
6: you both
1: for everything. 833-288-3986. Oops, I shouldn't have said that. We're talking about today times when we may have made a comment and said something that we wish wouldn't have gotten beyond the the door of our mouth. 833-288-3986. Alright, Jimmy is in Houston listening on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Jimmy. Thanks for waiting. Welcome.
5: Yeah, hi. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, well, my story's kind of similar to the sh- story you shared, uh, Jerry, about oh, yeah. playing basketball as a kid. Mm-hmm. I, was, uh, I was 14. Uh, I was playing baseball. I was on a new team. I was trying to impress everybody. And it, the game was passing me by, so to speak. So I was up to bat, and I struck out looking. Uh, I thought it was low. And as I was walking away, I didn't think the umpire would hear me. I said, that was below my knees. And I inserted a certain word in there that you can't say. <laughs> and he heard it, and he threw me out in front of everybody. My dad was there. It was a travel baseball game, and uh, the umpire came up to my coach. He said what I said. He told my dad what I said. And uh, so I was thrown out, and instead of driving me away from the game, my dad made me stay. Um, <laughs> to the end of the game. It was one of the most embarrassing things. Uh, oh. Anyway, that's, uh, that's something I wish I didn't say. Mm-hmm.
1: What did, did you learn from that, Jimmy? I mean, like, uh, immediately after that? Uh, how has how this maybe played some sort of a role in your maturation
5: in your life? <laughs> well, I never <laughs> forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always remember that moment. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I... Um, I, I, I've always been a uh, it's losing has been tough in sports. Mm-hmm. Um so I I suppose I've learned to to hold my tongue. When when you don't hold your tongue once it's harder to hold your tongue the second time and the third mm-hmm. time. So mm-hmm. it's a uh it's a chain effect.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Actually, that reminds me of something else, too. When I was playing Little League, I got in trouble with the umpire for something I didn't say. He came over to our dugout, and I was a catcher. And he said, um, you know, the other players are saying, you know, how you used to say, hey, batter, 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 hey, that swing. You know, you, you could say that. That was within the rules. But he came over and he said, he said you're saying to the batters, hey, batter, batter, pitcher's going to hit you. He's going to hit you. And I said, I didn't say that. I started oh, wow. crying. I was sobbing. <laughs> Oh. I never would have said something like that. So they were they were telling stuff about me that wasn't wow. true. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's not true.
1: I've recovered from that though.
0: <clears throat> you did, yeah. After years of therapy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was sixty, fifty years ago.
0: Yeah. Well, wait, we, I want to ask a question, Jimmy. I, I I'm a little confused. Help me out here. I did play sports in before I got shorter, um, but I played a lot of golf. So I went into golf. But Jimmy, let me ask you a question. So you said you got thrown out. Why did you stay? Your dad made you stay? So what did you do, just sit there and look at everybody for the whole rest of the game?
5: Well, yeah, you, uh, you're not allowed to sit in a dugout. So my dad, instead of kind of walking me to the parking lot, he made me sit in the stands and support my team through the rest oh. of the game. So I had, to, I had to sit and I had to watch. and, um, So okay, it was very embarrassing. It was early in the game, too, so... Oh. It was a, it sat was a there long the whole time, time. To, yeah, yeah, I had to sue in my bad decision for a while, yeah,
0: wow, did you get in trouble too afterwards? I'm just curious,
5: uh, you know, I don't remember my dad really saying much um you okay. he was, he was he more quiet, <laughs> yeah, and he didn't have to that's, yeah. <laughs> that's true one of the uh one of the other parents came up to me, I think he was trying to make me feel better, he goes. Yeah, I think you're like the third or fourth person I would expect to do that. And I said, well, there's 11 people on the team. Is that supposed to help me? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't remember my dad really being too hard on me. Like you said, it was nuts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, some lessons can be taught without words. Yeah. yeah. You definitely had that opportunity. Yeah.
0: Is your dad still with us?
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell
0: tell him I think he's a cool dad. I think that was cool, the decision he made. If it was my dad, he would have dragged us by the uniform into the car and we would have heard it all the way home.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know which one would be worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, I would rather sit in the stands and just pretend like I'm watching. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Thanks,
1: Jimmy. Great Thanks, contribution Jimmy. to the program today. Yeah.
0: I love that. His dad sounds really cool. Yeah. What a cool dad.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, and and parental lessons that they want to teach kids can be taught in a lot of different ways with words, with yeah. at, you know, with with just a look sometimes, as we know.
0: Yeah, my dad was my caddy uh, sometimes for some of my tournaments, mm-hmm. and um, other players in golf would throw their clubs. When they got mad, they would throw it and they would hit people with their clubs, you know, like oh throw my. it and then the club would bounce and then it hit somebody. And my dad said one time when he was my caddy, he said, do me a favor. Don't you ever throw a club if you get mad. <laughs> and He gave me that <laughs> look and I said, okay, clubs are <laughs> I expensive. never did. Huh? Well, yeah. not only that, you can break your clubs and they're pretty, ex- they are expensive. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, just thought I'd share that, since you're sharing your sporting days. <laughs> okay, so um, should we go to Ozzy? Yeah. In Fargo, North Dakota, on Real Presence Radio. Hi, Ozzy.
4: Hi, how are you? Today? Great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I just, cool. uh, You guys reminded me of a story. This was probably about 20 years ago. I used to work at a big box store here in Fargo, and we had a motto, you know, take care of the customer, always find out what they're looking for, how can you help. And I walked around the corner of an aisle, and I thought I saw two ladies there. One was kind of bending over, looking at some stuff below. And I, right out of my mouth just came out, ladies, what can I help you with today? And it
8: was a
0: guy. the
4: person that was <laughs> leaning over was a dude. He was absolutely a guy. <laughs> and, I mean, full out, long, beautiful hair, by the way, but... <laughs> Needless to say, it was a guy, and I turned red, and they started laughing, both of them. They were so nice about it. They <laughs> let me off the hook, and they said, wow. don't worry, we get it all the time. <laughs> and it just it just <laughs> taught me never to assume anything, yeah. but definitely reminded me of uh, just, I don't know. It was a funny story, but yet it did teach me to assume mm-hmm. nothing.
0: Yeah. Well, that was good though—the good recovery, Ozzy, where you said beautiful hair. You know that's true, because my son, when my son, my older son, he had the most beautiful hair, and I let it grow a little longer in the back, and and people would say all the time, "Oh my goodness, your daughter's hair is so beautiful," and I'd say, "Isn't it?" And I would, and I would play with his hair, and he'd go, "Mom, stop doing that." But he had beautiful hair, so you know what? They should be grateful. God gave them a nice head of hair, right?
4: Absolutely. I I have cousins that have long hair did not even think about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true.
1: Thank you. Great to Thank know you're you. there, Ozzy, and all the rest of the Take Two family. Thanks for being part of the broadcast today.
0: Yes, absolutely. We love the Take Two family. You are the family we want to hang out with, right, Jerry? Mm-hmm. Um by the way, Jerry, we're getting also on um, social media, folks are writing and saying that um, it's a common occurrence these days to say things that you wish you could take back. And and it is probably the world we live in. We live in a kind of a strange world where we're not sure what's proper, what's not proper, what's appropriate to say. And so um, it's going to happen. Maybe people should just get a thicker skin, I say.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want to quickly mention another program, uh, Women Made New with Kristalina Everett, Saturday afternoons at noon Eastern time, right here on EWTN Radio. Women Made New, it's real talk from Kristalina and her guests on Catholic marriage and family in the 21st century. And uh, the book, Women Made New, Reflections of Adversity, Transformation and Healing, is available now at EWTNRC.com.
0: Okay, Angel in Albany, Georgia on WTOA is up next. Hi, Angel. Hi, how are you? Great. I love your name. Oh, thank you. You can blame my aunt for that. Oh yeah. What why why is that? Is your aunt with just loved angels? Well,
8: my aunt is fourteen years older than I am. So when I was born and I'm her only niece, and somebody asked me what they thought, what she thought of me. And she said, Oh, she's a little angel, and the name stuck. Oh, how
0: beautiful. I love that. I think that's precious. Wow. So Thank tell you. us have you ever said anything you wish you could take back? Yes, ma'am.
8: Um, I, I'm, I'm a police officer. And um, about seven or eight years ago, I was at my desk, and the phone rings, and it's this guy with this deep baritone voice. And he's telling me about this problem he's having with his neighbors. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to assist him. And um, he then gives me a lot more information than I needed. Uh, he was a Vietnam-era combat veteran, retired Marine. We've got a, a Marine base here in town. So, you know, I have a picture in my head of what a Marine is like. Well, then he tells me he identifies as a woman, and he dresses as a woman. Mm-hmm. And so I kept calling him Sir, and every time he said, I said Sir, he would correct me. Mm-hmm. So the only way that I could remember to call him Sir was to call him Miss, like Miss Bobby, or, you know, because his name is Bobby, but Miss Bobby. And, and I, just, I just hated it.
0: Okay, so Angel, this is what my mother said before she died, and it works in, this, in the world we live in. So my mother said, now, I don't know if you can do this because you're a police officer but when you're on duty, but when you're off duty, my mother said, when you get to be over 50 years old, she said, everybody can kind of be your child, right? You can be your child. So, so just call everybody sweetheart. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> and it works. Male, female, it works. Being brought, brought up in the
8: South, and I went to Catholic school, and it was always ma'am and sir, or yes, sister, or yes, father, and oh, it's, just, it's just a heart that I don't break.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. That's true, growing up in the South. Yeah, it works for me in Arizona. Um, as a matter of fact, it's it's kind of made some of these younger kids, they actually are really nice. Some of them said, can you be my mom? <laughs> 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 Seriously, it's kind of fun. Angel, thank you so much for the work you do uh, protecting yes. all of us. Well, thank you. I appreciate that.
1: You're very mm-hmm. welcome. God bless you. Keep you safe on your job there. Um, very good. We're going to get to Tiffany in Niagara Falls on the New York side, listening on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Tiffany.
7: Hi. Can you hear me? Very well. Oh, sorry. It's actually Niagara Falls, Ontario.
1: Oh, Ontario. Okay, good.
7: Yes, Canada on, on the other side. Um, yeah. So, um, I was thinking about it as I was listening. This is actually the first time I've listened to one point seven, um, and it was it's it, it's extremely inspiring. I uh, I'm driving about twenty five minutes back and forth to my home uh, each way, and I'm thinking myself when i'm listening to your channel i'm like oh my gosh you know what this is great it's not something that's uh piercing my ear mm-hmm. so um long story short things uh i may have uh, regretted saying have been to my children um sorry um i have a 25 year old 23 year old 21 year old 17 year old and they um I'm 16 months old. I'm 45 years old. I was diagnosed with lymphoma cancer about five years ago, and was given five years. Mm-hmm. I um, I had said a lot of things to my children um, that I shouldn't have had uh, said, and um, with our new, like with my new baby, um, I want to obviously try to make things right with my words. Um, in actions of course. So, um, yeah, I have am um, now uh, a born-again Christian. I'm also cancer-free. Mm, beautiful. And like I said, I have a new baby, um, unexpectedly, 17 years later. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just watching my words.
0: Well, and Tiffany, thank you so much for listening. By the way, the Canada side of Niagara Falls is so beautiful. I love it. Love, love, love it. You live in a little slice of heaven. But Tiffany, you've been given that chance in life to learn so much going through lymphoma. And um, I've had cancer twice, so I can I can relate. And you know, each day is a brand new day. Um, we have a lot of saints in the Catholic Church that talk about each day is a chance to begin anew, begin again. And you can do that. And I know memories are hard to erase and, and feelings and wounds and hurts, but you can always keep going. And each day is where God is in the present. And it's so important. And I, I love... Um, you can hear it in your voice you're a thriver and you've got that new baby and and it's all good because it's all looking ahead i hope you continue to listen to the program tiffany you're just a beautiful member of the take two family now
1: thanks tiffany real quick i remember when i was hosting catholic answers live we did the kids q a program yes Uh, a very bright young caller named alex called in and made some amazingly mature comments and i i got the inspiration i said alex have you ever considered being a priest? Alex said, I'm a girl. It's probably Alexandra or, Alexand- or
0: Alexa. Alex. Or yeah. Alex was Alexa short. Alexandra. Yeah. <laughs> that was another
1: moment when I, uh, I, you know, I don't wish I had taken that back because I love to encourage vocations. So
0: there you go. There yeah. you go, Jerry. You stick to it. <laughs> okay. Are you a dog or cat person? Hmm. <gasps> Oh oh we're going to have a surprise with tomorrow I just can feel it cuz I'm going to I might switch to a cat person tomorrow until then have a beautiful and blessed day